Hello you, my name is Vinny and welcome to this podcast. So this is literally called Welcome to This Podcast because I always open all of my videos on YouTube with Welcome to This Video and I thought, hey, why not um, open that the same for my podcast? And then what do I call the podcast? Well, Welcome to This Podcast seems quite appropriate for it. Um, and the idea behind this podcast is that it gives me an opportunity to talk about things that um, I wouldn't normally talk about in videos because uh, videos generally you have to be quite energetic in them um, and you know you can only captivate your audience for so long whereas I think that podcasts if it's anything like what I do what you guys do which is that you listen to them on the way into work on the train maybe driving to work on your morning and evening commutes back home um, rather than listen to the radio and it's just something that you can sit back to and chill out or you know just get on with your everyday business and this way as well I can maybe talk a little bit more in depth about some of the um, things that otherwise I wouldn't talk about on my YouTube channel. So um, today's episode I actually wanted to discuss um, something that I am doing a video about already and I, I've recorded a video and it goes live tomorrow and that video is about killer whales in captivity. Now, if you watch the video on my YouTube channel, which is Vinnie G. White, um, you will see that I originally uh, I originally filmed a video last week and that video um, was supposed to go live this week. And that was based on my experience of watching a documentary called Blackfish. And that got me thinking quite a lot. And I wanted to do something that would highlight to other people why killer whales shouldn't be kept in captivity and that's when I decided that I would do that video and so during the week I've been posting a little bit about killer whales and about different things to do with killer whales in captivity and in the wild and kind of like preparing people for the fact that I was going to be doing this video which is actually quite different from the videos that I had previously posted because um it was more of a campaign rather than talking to people about things that I've been doing or what's been going on in my life, etc., which is a little bit different. And um, I just wanted to bring attention and felt that it was a good medium to use and that people would potentially watch the video and also watch the program Blackfish, but also on the back of that, go out and do their own research, which is like what I did, and actually read up a little bit about... Um, killer whales in captivity and killer whales in the wild and you know because I feel that for those of you who don't know anyway um, because this will make more sense that Blackfish is um, propaganda and is not a documentary even though it's sold as a documentary and the reason for that is that they're very one-sided. Um, it's like reading a newspaper where you only get one opinion and everybody knows that if you're reading a newspaper article, you should probably read it in three or four different newspapers um, or online in three or four different places to get a different spin on things and, and kind of see the arguments in between rather than just taking the ones that are in front of you. And I feel that a documentary should really talk about everything and show you real factual information, whereas this programme doesn't do that. It really is kind of like, you know, talking very negatively about how killer whales are kept in captivity and specifically talking about 
Tillicum, who is a kill, killer whale kept in captivity at SeaWorld. And, you know, it, it talks about his life and how he was captured and how he went to um, Sealand, which is in Canada, and then was moved to SeaWorld and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, it, it really got me thinking quite heavily about a subject that I already think quite a lot about. And it, it was... It was very interesting to watch, but you have to watch it with an open mind. As I said, it is propaganda and it is not a documentary as such. And then if you go online and look at SeaWorld's website, for example, they have a response to this documentary. And their response, again, is very one-sided. They don't want people to believe that, you know, killer whales in captivity are really bad. And, you know, their response is from like 2014 when the um, documentary was originally made. So... And, and a lot of things have happened since then. Um, and I feel that that documentary really made a lot of people realise that killer whales shouldn't be kept in captivity. However, I feel that the documentary did it in such a powerful way um, that it also put SeaWorld in a really bad light when, you know, they they do really incredible research and they do keep their whales the best that they possibly can in, in the best environments that they possibly can. But they realistically, you know, like the Shamu, the Shamu Stadium hasn't changed in 20 years. It hasn't changed in 40 years. So it to me, it, it just seems like SeaWorld are trying to say that they're doing everything that they possibly can for these animals. Um, however, they don't seem to have physically changed their living environments from um, a perspective of mine anyway. Um, whether or not they give them better care, they understand the way that the animals live better. Um, they obviously have much better lifespans in the wild now. So, for example, Tilikum is actually about, I think he's coming up to 40 years old. I don't know the exact age, but I do know that he's between 30 and 40. And killer whales in the wild do live to be about 50 years old. So it's quite good to see that Tilikum is quite an old whale um, that's in captivity whereas to be honest most killer whales that I've read about only are living to be probably about 20 to 30 years old in captivity so they're not living as long in captivity a lot of infants die very young in captivity and in actual fact you would think that being in captivity would mean that a lot more would survive a lot longer um, especially the young, you know, when they have a calf, you wouldn't expect a calf to die after six days or after a couple of months just because they're in captivity. Um, you would expect them to live longer. And in the wild, they probably do die young as well. I mean, there's not been an awful lot of research. I did have a look at it and I didn't really find out much about how much of the survival rate the young have in, in the wild. Um, but it was... it. It's very compelling to me that, you know, Blackfish really heightened to a lot of people and um, brought the, the issue to the forefront. And SeaWorld are trying to say that they've done nothing wrong and that they are giving world-class care to these orcas. However, from watching my video, which, you know, let's go back to, <laughs> to what I was originally saying, is that when you watch my video, you'll realise that the video that I originally recorded after doing all of this research after watching blackfish and deciding that i wanted to do something about it um 
I've ended up not posting and instead I've posted a video about the fact that SeaWorld have just announced and literally only just announced it yesterday that they are no longer going to be keeping orcas in captivity. Now by that I don't mean that they're releasing any of the orcas into the wild that are currently captive but they're stopping their breeding program so there won't be any new orcas being born in captivity um, and it also means that they'll be you know they don't catch orcas already and they haven't done for over 30 years so they're not going to have any orcas once this generation of orcas have gone that that will be it however on the other side to that you know they're saying that they're ending their breeding program and that this will be the last generation of orcas in captivity but what they don't tell us is that they you know what's going to happen if an orca becomes pregnant naturally in captivity because um i'm sure that not all orcas that have been bred in captivity have been through artificial semination some of them must have been natural conceptions i would imagine you would hope so i mean tilikum for one has had 21 children you would hope that they're not all um artificial insemination but you never know and they they might be it might be a case that they don't naturally breed in captivity um or you know SeaWorld might be taking some form of measure to ensure that they don't breed in captivity but i highly doubt that to be honest i think that you know they're they're probably partly doing this as a political a political point of view and you know a publicity stunt that they are going to end breeding program and they they will but knowing that the the killer whales are going to be breeding naturally in captivity anyway and because they're breeding naturally in captivity they don't really have to worry about anything because they're not going to be short of whales anytime soon even if they only maybe have two you know whales a year that's still an awful lot of whales um and they currently have 11 at, in their um in their enclosure at the moment so it is possible that that they could end up having more calves because I don't I don't think that would be impossible um but what I I personally am really pleased that SeaWorld are doing which is what my original video was why we shouldn't be keeping captive captive whales is because we use them as entertainment and you know any other animal so for example there's all of those bears that used to the the dancing bears and um you know the the horses and and things that we use as show animals and um for our entertainment and we have more or less stood up against that and said this is wrong and we shouldn't do that and it's inhumane and i agree with it and yet we're still doing the exact same thing to killer whales and, and of course we're doing them to seals to dolphins and you know uh, an awful lot of animals are still used for entertainment i mean all circus animals are used for entertainment but here in the uk we don't really see a lot of circus animals anymore most circuses are just people um i don't know about elsewhere in the world especially america i'm not i'm really not sure about that but um i just think that you know we are moving in the right direction and that animals are not here for our entertainment they shouldn't be trained in you know uh, because when you are training them there's always a reward in place and then this reward means that they can't go and live in the wild which is why obviously SeaWorld coming back to that isn't releasing them into the wild because they would literally die because they don't know how to hunt and that's because we feed them <laughs> hand to mouth and and you know 
that's absolutely ridiculous in my opinion because these animals need to be able to feed themselves and they shouldn't see doing a trick as a way of getting something to eat because they associate doing things with food and that's a really bad relationship for anybody to have really whether you're an animal or not um it's not a very good a good way to live i i personally don't think so i'm really pleased that they're going to be stopping their shows which means that they're changing the enclosures and these enclosures are no longer going to have stadiums on the front which should hopefully mean that they also have more room to live in as well and i mean sea world have been talking about their um blue world i think it is the blue world project um in san diego where they're going to be changing the enclosure and it's uh more of a natural environment they're going to introduce other types of fish in there and um the whales will have more water it'll be a lot deeper it'll be 50 um i think it's 50 feet deep um and 10 million gallons of water i believe salt water um whereas at the moment they're living in 8 million so i i you know it doesn't sound a lot more but you know 2 million gallons of water is is a significant amount of water extra um and i'm sure they'll appreciate the extra space and live happier lives knowing that they won't have to um entertain and they can just get on and do what they want because they're clearly intelligent animals and i think that's why i feel so strongly about it because these animals clearly have emotion. They are clearly highly intelligent anim animals that understand what is happening to them. You know, they understand when they've been taken away from their family. They understand that they are in an enclosure and that they are being kept by humans. And, you know, they might see us as their friends because they know that we're their source of food. But it doesn't take long for, for you to see that it's not really the correct way this for this world that they're living in to to continue so from the video obviously as you can see i'm really super excited and really happy that they've decided to get rid of these um breeding programs etc etc and like i say go and watch um blackfish it is available on netflix at the moment um just open-minded just stay open-minded i should say um don't take it on face value for what it is actually really look deep and compare it to other things and and make your own opinion about that so yeah that's um that's kind of all i really wanted to talk about today and that's what the purpose of this podcast is that i can talk to you guys a bit more in depth about the things that i feel matter and about you know just not necessarily they're not all going to be as deep as this i'm i'm sure some of the things that we'll talk about will be absolute crap and you know um i'm sure you'll enjoy those a lot more than these types of podcasts because i know that people tend to turn off when you start talking about things that actually matter but i'm really hoping that by talking about things that matter that we can make this world a much better place and a more positive place because anyone who watches my videos knows that I try to be positive about everything and I try to give off a positive message and I don't want to produce content that is derogative to anybody or content that is negative. You know, I don't think it's a healthy thing to talk about negative things. I think 
it's much better to look at the facts and discuss things but look at them in a positive way so you know like this i i wanted to do a video to highlight a point of something that i feel that needs to change for everybody and then hopefully we make this world a better place and that's that's all we can hope for i think so anyway <laughs> before we decide that this is going too far that's all for this week's podcast and um yeah welcome to this podcast hopefully next week i will have something a little bit more entertaining for you guys to listen to because i'm sure that you didn't enjoy listening to me ramble on for however long it is that i've actually rambled on because i didn't script this and like everything that i do i i tend not to script and i tend to blab on quite a lot as you've probably noticed um and i i just think it's better to be raw because if if i come along prepared with exactly what I'm going to say, exactly everything, then it comes across as being really scripted. And, you know, even the best actors in the world can't come across unscripted when they've completely planned every single bit of their speech. And I just think it's nicer to have something that's a bit more sincere. So that's that's me anyway. Um, and that's this podcast. So welcome to this podcast. And I shall speak to you all next week. Bye.